Welcome to another episode of Tory Talks. In today's episode, Sam and Ian discuss the issue of should we judge things of the past by today's standards? This is in response to the topple the racist list created by Black Lives Matter. They also discuss if adding statues of BAME figures is a better option instead. As ever, we hope you enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tory Talks. I'm Sam. This is... Hello, I'm Ian. <laughs> a little bit late this morning. Hello. <laughs> and um, Hello. the date of recording is the 14th of June. Can't believe it's that already. Can I just say, I think this is lockdown week what? Week 10, 11, 12? I think it's about 13 for me, isn't it? Okay. So, um, uh, as you can see, my fringe is back. <laughs> um, uh, can I just say, I had people comment me comment um to me about my hair last on last week's Tory talks that I haven't spoken to for nearly 15 years. <laughs> What's going on with your hair, Fisher? It's like, okay, so today I've brought back a look that I haven't had since I was, I think, 16. <laughs> the fringe is back. I'm going for the mullet at the back and then I'm going to shave it at the sides. Are you really going to shave it at the sides? I think I am. Amazing. <laughs> I think I am. And then you could just go, there are no rules in lockdown. Uh, which there is, are no rules in lockdown. Exactly I think you can get away with almost anything. Well, apparently so by uh, what's been going on uh, in the maddening world um, right now. Um, so I've got a quick show and tell. Have you? Yep. And I think you'll like this one. But it's also very apt with what's going on um, in the world today. So this... Is a piece of paper with some birds on. Yeah. Oh, it's a laminated See, piece know, of paper. I know what it is, so I'm not going to spoil anybody else's fun, Samantha. So this is a Polish postcard, a sound postcard. And so you won't be able to see, but on the back there's like an imprint um, to uh, look like a postcard. And then on this one with the picture, if you can see it like that, there is... There are a couple of songs that have been pressed into it. And so this was when the Soviet Union uh, was in charge of Poland and Western music was banned from, from Poland. So they had to smuggle it in, um, originally using these that look like postcards. Um, and is it the birds? Songs on. So no, it's got nothing to do with the picture. It's uh, um, Sugar Baby Love by the Rubettes. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add a little video of what it actually sounds like. Um, so I'm gonna edit that into this uh, this video. But, um, so, so, so much more, much more of this going on at the moment, and we might all be um, uh, using those ourselves. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the reason I bought it, I bought it over a week ago, and it's arrived this week, is because this is part of history, but also part of my music collection now, um, and it sort of gives you a little bit of an insight into censorship um, and the the measures that areas like Poland went to just to listen to our music. Um, and I thought when I bought this, it would be a really good thing to teach my children. We don't live in that kind of country, but this is, you know, this is what used to happen. Unfortunately, with with their, all the censorship and everything that's going on at the moment, this seems to be just a little bit too apt. I don't think we're going to get to that stage where we're going to be um, 
smuggling in music anytime soon, but we are on dangerous grounds right now. And that is because at the moment we've got this big campaign to top all the racists, get rid of statues um, that a select group of people have decided shouldn't be in existence anymore. And we're starting to see now um, a move can, to can, erase... Can, can, can we ask, when you say the select group, um, I think it's quite important to explain to people um, uh, where this list actually comes from. So the I, and I, be I believe the list of 73 statues, it's 73 or 78, 78 statues... Yeah is um, uh, from the Black Lives Matter movement, which we should remind people um, uh, is just as much a movement to get rid of capitalism um, uh, and uh, bring in Marxism as it is anything to do with race whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the movement itself um, and the group who are behind it want to defund the police. They want the removal of capitalism. Um, it's quite... If you look at their aims, it's... It's quite a worrying thing, but now they've got this list of 78 statues that they want to remove. Um, so we'll talk about a couple of them um, during the show. But um, but the main the main question we're going to be talking about really is should things of the past be judged by today's standards? So this list is compiled because of the views that the people um, who the, who the statues are um, have what we would judge of today as being views that we don't agree with. But is it right by anything to um, judge things of the past, uh, past by today's standards? Because we're also seeing the removal of um, um, uh, series, like TV series. Um, you want to talk about music. Um, so it goes way beyond just a few statues that people probably don't look at, is the argument. is People don't really look at them anyway, so why should they even be there if they represent slavery racism so on and so forth but it goes far beyond that which we've seen this week um they're even attacking paw patrol now ian i'm sure you probably don't watch paw patrol but paw patrol is just a group of dogs uh that go and uh save people like there's a cat up a tree they go and save people one's a digger one's a police officer they're even uh, but they're dogs uh they're even trying to get paw patrol removed so what are your thoughts on judging and that's not even thing of the past, actually, to be fair. It's just ludicrous. But what are your thoughts about judging things of the past by today's standards? Well, I try not to think about it. Um, uh, to be honest, um, it's been getting steadily worse. So you're from a different generation to me. For all you um, people who are watching this, you might understand this. Sam's a few years younger than me. Okay, so there are some things that I can remember that Sam can't. Um, uh, uh, you might not get that. If you listen on audio, you probably get it. Um, uh, but no, to be honest, um, uh, this has been slowly happening. Mm. So I know we, I know we laugh and joke about it a lot. But you're part of the millennial generation, okay? So I was brought up in a completely different era, although it wasn't that long ago. You know, um, uh, there were lads magazines around when I was growing up with women with their bits hanging out, and that was. Yorkie, Yorkie was allowed to have a chocolate bar saying not for girls and things like that. It was just, a, you, you know, there are times change, things change. Um, and if you remember, um, uh, we had, uh, it was either last year or the year before, we had the, and I don't know what the proper term is for these, 
but a lot of sports used to have scantily clad women to um uh, yes, you had your grid girls. advertise their sport, yeah. grid girls or people walking on with the darts and there was a big uproar about that, which is just an extension on from something like the page three at the sun. So yes, you know, there, there, there are things which don't sit with the times. So take page three from the sun as a really good example. It's not been banned. It's not illegal. If they wanted to do it tomorrow, they could do it tomorrow. But it's just, and this is the this is my point. Uh, my big point in this is that no, of course you shouldn't judge any but anything from the past on today's standards. But even if you decide to, and you decide that you don't like it, doesn't mean you have to ban it. I mean, the Sun took a decision a many few years ago, and a lot of people thought that you know that was going to cripple them as a paper because that was a reason people bought it. They got rid of a page three. Um, uh, now, it wasn't forced on them by the law. They made a decision because they thought it wasn't socially acceptable or culturally accepted anymore to do that, to print that on their newspaper. And they were right. And the world didn't end and people still bought the newspaper. I know it's probably not the best newspaper to hold up as a, a bastion <laughs> of it, but, 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 but it's a really good example of how pressure from society brought the change without having to be because it's just what's accepted and what isn't now nobody looks back at the sun from the 70s and the 60s and the 80s and say oh that's awful i can't believe they did that and and that's what i'm talking times can change without you having to erase everything from the past which i think is extremely dangerous well can i just make comment about what happened i was i was very against them removing um grid girls and um and the girls at the darts and stuff like that, because it felt to me, and this is the problem I have with a lot of this censorship that goes on in this change, it felt to me like further oppression of women. So it was the complete opposite, I guess, to what the the overall target was, is, oh, we don't want to objectify women, blah, 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 blah. What you actually did is took jobs away from women. Um, and also, they never seem to ask, like the people that actually do the jobs, and acknowledge that they wanted to do this stuff. So it was banning, well, removing opportunities for people that actually wanted to do it. And it's a little bit like people were so against, you know, prostitution and stuff like that. I am conflicted on, on prostitution. We're going off a little bit topic because yeah, some, women, topic. But yeah. some women do want to do this stuff. So it's it's that people think that you're championing a cause... But what you're not realising is actually sometimes it's going completely against that cause. And so for women's rights, I thought it took us took us back. It, it gave a symbol that you should cover up and you should be a certain way and it was further oppression. So I do remember that. Um, do you, did I ever tell you why I'm called Samantha, who I'm called Samantha, who I'm named after? Well, yeah, we've had, we've had this conversation <laughs> Because I because because I told you that my wife always wanted to be her when she grew up. Yeah, so I was I was named after Samantha Fox. So you know maybe maybe this is why I'm backing the girls there <laughs> because I was named after her. But, but you know, but that, that's a side note. It's you know that just really ticks me off. But we're now getting to the stage where so I don't even think some things are removed because because it's something of the past that we don't like. It's there is this push towards political correctness where there doesn't need to be and and you see i don't think it's political correctness sam it's not i think the things that we were laughing and joking about just now they're political correctness um uh because 
you know, it's a little bit tongue in cheek, you know, the page three girl on the sun, that's political correctness. Um, uh, this isn't political correctness. This is censorship. Mm. Um, there's a different, there's a difference between um, uh, 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 pulling something down. I mean, I, for anybody that was around and that there aren't that many people around now that were around in the 1930s, um, uh, this is exactly what was happening in Hitler's Germany. And there you don't get many videos of it, many moving pictures of this, because there wasn't the technology around then. But you do see some moving pictures of it. And, you know, the Jewish community had, well, not just the Jewish community, but several communities had their, tried to have their history erased, basically. Um, whether that's burning books, closing businesses, um, uh, uh, banning religious get-togethers of more than certain amounts. And this smacks a little bit of, of that. Um, uh, you've got a movement which is, has, got, has got a rough element attached to it. So you've got a movement where the majority of them are peaceful and want to um, uh, enact change, but they've got a group attached to them that are more than willing to um, uh, uh, bring in violence to, to change that. I suppose the big difference between now and Germany in the 1930s is that um, in Germany in the 1930s, that group was unopposed. So um, uh, that's probably why it managed to um, uh, wreak the havoc that it wreaked, because it was literally, un I say unopposed, it wasn't. There was, there, there, there was a small group from the other side that were willing to um, uh, uh, cause trouble and there was some trouble, but no, not, not like what we saw yesterday, where the majority of the people around yesterday were people that opposed the people from uh, the previous Saturday's march. So we have got an issue at the moment where um, where one group is wanting to censor what the rest of us can see. Mm. But if anybody doesn't see this as uh, a political thing rather than a racial thing, I mean, I'm, I, 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 would be, I would be gobsmacked. I would be entirely gobsmacked. Um, uh, but you know, it's very, very, very dangerous but I don't think, but I also think that actually even bringing this up on the agenda is actually turning people off the cause. Yeah, absolutely. And the methods as well that are being used. I mean, I don't think many people are a fan of <coughs> uh, breaking the law in order to get your point. And, you know, g going around and saying, OK, well, these councils aren't going to do this, this and this. We're just going to take in the law into our own hands and uh, push a statue into into a river. Um, I don't think that's going to to win anyone over anyway. Um, what they should be doing, in my opinion, is campaigning to either get extra plaques to put on these things. So, you know, 77 on the list is Nancy Astor. We've spoken about her on the show before. She was the second female uh, MP to be elected, the first one to sit in uh, House of Parliament. She's number 70, uh, 77 on the hit list. So they want her statue to be removed. It was only put on there. Um, it was only... Um, uh, put there in November. So she's on the list of topple the racists. What I can see from doing a bit of research is that she did have very anti-religious views. 
she was anti-Semitic um, and she was, um, a, I'm going to say, a bit of a Nazi sympathiser because that's how it's been phrased on there. Now, what you could do is say she has a place in our history, she has a place in um, history of women, but she was a bit of a female trailblazer and her opinions aren't you know aren't acceptable by today's standards you know just an added plaque i don't think removing her from history she's an important part of our history it is the answer so they're not campaigning for anything that's productive it's just let's let's get her out of sight out of mind and then eventually we'll forget that she even exists that's not the way to go about it um a lot of these people that are on these lists are actually very important um You've got, and you were tagged in this, Ronald Fisher, who is uh, in Cambridge. Um, they want him to be removed. He was a, I can't say the word, statistician. Statistician. Yeah, I can't say it. Geneticist and eugenist. He's known as the father of modern statistics and experimental design. He's an incredi incredibly important person when it comes to science. However, his views, and he's known, generally known as um, having racist views racist by today's standards should he be removed from any recognition of what he's done and how important he has been in science because of his well, views well, doesn't well, meet today's well, well, standards well 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 the, and, and this is where this is where i think and I, and i find there will be people who watch this who listen to this that are just waiting to jump on something hoping that we say something the wrong way well oh look he said something out of turn there i'm going to jump on that and people would have jumped on what you said there because they would have said racism is racism in all in all days you know I, I, I was racist 300 years ago it was racist 100 years ago it was racist 500 years ago which is correct it is correct racism was racism whenever it was but there is a difference between what's accepted and what's not accepted um and this is the, 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 the this is the difficult thing that as a society, you know, I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I think this come this comes up every few years. Mm. I think it's been. Uh, I, I think this is perhaps being um, uh, uh, highlighted more now because we're in lockdown. We are in strange times, um, uh, and this politically affiliated group, which is what I'm, I mean, I, I'm sorry, right? But I am not. I am not going to call them a group some uh, campaigning for um, uh, racial equality because they're not a group campaigning for racial equality. They're a group campaigning for racial superiority, um, uh, which makes them just as bad as any other group claiming racial superiority, whether they're claiming that for whatever colour of skin those people might have. Um, they're a politically affiliated group with political means that are trying to um, uh, make a name for themselves in this particular time. Um, uh, but actually, do you know what? Um, uh, the sensible people in this country all believe that there should be racial equality. The sensible people in this country all realise that actually we're in a more racially equal country than pretty much anywhere anywhere else in the world. And actually, it's getting better. It was better than it was two years ago. It'll be better, and it'll be better next year than it was last year. Um, uh, and that these kind of changes don't happen uh, over overnight and all this group is doing is just holding themselves up to be just another ragtag group of left-wing anarchist socialist sympathizers that want to change the system um uh and the quicker they disappear back into um uh the background where they belong 
as some kind of weird and wonderful um, uh, splinter group, the same as um, uh, uh, you know groups like from the other side, same as groups like Britain First and things like that. Um, as soon as people realise that they don't represent Britain First, do not represent the centre, the centre right, the right of policy. They don't. The same as Black Lives Matter do not represent the majority of law-abiding citizens in this country who want racial equality. Yeah. You can want racial equality without supporting Black Lives Matter, and you can support Black Lives Matter without really wanting racial equality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Um, I do feel for the people that have gone on the demonstrations. Um, I heard a, a, a chap on the uh, radio, I think it was Talk Radio, um i I just uh, listened to it because i wanted to hear what nigel farage had to say and someone was on there and was saying you're a racist and you're calling us this and you're calling us that and we're here for equality and then they were saying you know but do you know what the black lives matter uh group actually stands for did you know they want to defund the police did you know they want to do x y and z and he went to protest because he genuinely wants equality and he had no idea what they're actually standing for and so i feel for the people that are now because it's now coming out and it's more known i feel for the people that have gone on these protests for good intentions because they want equality just like the majority of us do um and it's now come to like what what kind of of uh movement that this is um and i i can imagine that those that are aware of it will probably be, feel quite disappointed um and i certainly would and it's and again it's like you know like you say, um, Britain First um, and all those those little groups as well, they're not supported by the majority. They don't represent people on, on the other side as such. Um, I, I'm centre-right, um, probably quite centre actually. Um, they are absolutely nowhere near close to any of my politics at all. Um, mm. And unfortunately, because of what's going on at the moment and because I don't support... Uh, the defunding of police and anti-capitalism and all that the likes of you and I who are quite centre you're probably a little bit more right than I am um, are being lumped in with these hooligans and thugs I don't necessarily I don't necessarily Sam I don't even necessarily think it's anything to do with our politics it's to do with the fact that we we're actually prepared to say something out loud Mm. Um, uh, it doesn't matter where I sit on the political spectrum whether I'm right wing centre right wherever um, uh, the difference is that you and I will voice an opinion. And um, the problem with this is that if you don't voice exact, and this is where people should see that this is a political movement, mm. a political movement interested in squashing every single other opinion other than their own. Um, uh, because if you don't agree with every facet of whatever statement um, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement comes out with, you are immediately labelled a racist. And one of the problems is that you're immediately labelled a racist by some people that you would think are in the normal part of society, um, uh, because that's what the um, that's how it's being framed as. If you don't 100 million percent support every aim of Black Lives Matter, you must be some kind of racist. Yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, this movement towards racial equality is is in a worse place now than it was three or four weeks ago. I mean, before before the awful murder in um, uh, the States, and it was a murder, I don't even think it, my personal opinion, is, I'm not too sure why race has come into this so much. I don't think there's any inference that there was any racial p- 
proportion to this murder. Mm. It was a white person um, who murdered a black person. It was just two, one person, a police officer, murdered somebody else. I don't think colour really came into it. Um, uh, and I don't necessarily think it had to come into it. But before this happened, I don't think anybody or many people in the country would have said that we've got a burning issue of racial inequality in our country at the moment. I don't think anybody, anybody sensible wouldn't, wouldn't have said that we don't have a problem. Anybody sensible wouldn't have said that, yeah, there's some inequalities in our country, but we're very good and tolerant place to live and it's getting better and whatever. But all of a sudden it's gone from very small on the scale of people's awareness because they know it's there, but it's not massive to, oh, it's in every part of our society. It's endemic. You hear words like endemic, institutionalised. It's, like, it's absolutely, it's absolutely bullshit. Um, uh, it's absolute rubbish yeah. that there is um, uh, uh, that that we've gone from nothing to a hundred percent full on. We must be a completely racist society in the space of a few weeks, and it just suits people's political agenda. And I just remember that I don't think it's coincidence. That this happens, you know, those on the left of politics realise that their days of being um, uh, a strong opposition are gone, or any kind of opposition are gone, because they don't have a hard left leader of the Labour Party anymore. We don't have a knife-edge parliament anymore where certain votes are very, very tight. They've got four and a half years to look forward to of, a, of an 80-seat Conservative majority. So it's like, well, OK, well, let's find other ways to push our political agenda then. And that's exactly what has happened. Yeah. This political movement has hijacked, completely hijacked um, uh, uh, a situation that's happened and is using it and is using people around the country as pawns in their little game. Um, uh, and it's uh, uh, and these people are allowing themselves to be played. And it's quite funny watching some people change and how some people post on social media with all this righteousness claiming um, how wonderful um, uh, this movement is. Um, but they didn't post any of the nasty scenes from last week. Um, I think I'd put it in perspective that there were far more policemen injured last week in last week's uh, peaceful protests yeah. uh, that were, because just remember the BBC headline, 27 police officers injured in peaceful protest. That was the BBC headline last week mm -hmm. from the Black Lives Matter protests. This week, it's just far-right hooligans cause a mop in central London. Um, nobody at all, if we didn't have social media, we wouldn't have seen any of the quiet protests that went on yesterday. Um, uh, I haven't seen a number anywhere close to 27 police officers being injured. Um, uh, uh, I have seen that there were a few stabbings um, uh, last night, um, uh, uh, you know, which we didn't seem to get the week before either. Um, uh, so, but everything will portray this yesterday's um, uh, troubles in London as completely worse than the week than the weeks before. Now, yeah. I probably say that I know we've gone off. It's off the tangent, but um, uh, I probably say that there probably were more people that went to London looking for trouble last week than did than the week before. Um, but they wouldn't have been there if we hadn't have had the week before's problems. They wouldn't have been there. They wouldn't have been there if, um, uh, you know, I can tell you now, you you as well as I do, whether they're completely misguided or not, the majority of those people were there because they, uh, they saw pictures of the Senate, that their heroes, uh, whether you agree with it or not, they hold Winston Churchill up to be some massive hero. Um, uh, uh, and as soon as 
and let's face it, we're only two years away from him being voted the greatest ever Britain. Um, uh, 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 him, he didn't he win joint with Isaac Newton or something. Um, uh, but, but, but this, but this is what I mean. As soon as you're going to cover up his statue, as if you're not going to invite those people, it was almost designed solely. I mean, if you were if you were a bit of a conspiracy theorist, yeah, because it wasn't a government it wasn't a government decision to um uh, to hide these statues. It was the London mayor's decision to hide these statues. If you were a conspiracy theorist, you might think you might think that it was a trap to fall into. Let's hide these statues. Let's see all these um, uh, uh, hooligans come into London and then let's completely oh, right. portray them as exactly as exactly what they are. And it's exactly what he did. Um, it's exactly what he did. He warned people coming from London before, whereas the week before he was virtually inviting people in. Um, uh, and it's just absolutely ridiculous that... Um, uh, People are using the same as usual. They're using race for political um, uh, for political gains, which is pathetic. No, I agree with you. I said as soon as we saw really early doors uh, yesterday that there was a high police presence. There was areas that were fenced off, um, and uh, even the police had released um, a thing to say that the Black Lives Matter um, gathering is going to be here, and then. They said the right wing or far. I don't think they use far right. Actually, I think right wing protest is going to be happening here. So even before people turn up, they labelled it. The police labelled it the way they did. There was a high police presence. I spoke to you um, last week and said, "Why weren't people in riot gears and the Black Black Lives Matter um, protest?" And you said, "Well, it's just going to inflame things." So you turn up straight away in riot gear, everything fenced off, in a completely different attitude. I don't because that's. To, to be fair, Sam, that's the way that's the way football supporters have been, have been herded around for decades in this country, and then they wonder why. Uh, now, this that doesn't cause the violence, but it cer- certainly causes a portion of people who attend those things to be more violent than they would have been if it had been different. You know, I've been I used to go to football quite a lot. I've been shoved around, kettled into areas where I didn't want to be um, uh, into um, uh, by police on horseback and in right kick. Did you hear all the all the people from the left of politics last week complaining about p- police horses being involved last week when, you know, police horses are at every big football match and have been for decades and decades and decades, yet police horses are allowed to charge groups of football supporters, but they're not allowed to charge groups of um, uh, Black Lives Matter protesters that are intent on causing trouble. Um, uh, uh, and I think that is the difference, is that the media... And sections of the population last week were very quick to portray it as the Black Lives Matter protest has been hijacked by some um, unruly elements. Mm. Whereas it was almost yesterday was um, uh, uh, was a couple of peaceful protests have managed to break out, um, despite there being thousands of unruly far right hooligans intent on causing damage. Um, uh, and that's exactly how it was portrayed. Um, but do you know what? Honestly, the country does not believe it. This is, and this is part of the issue. Um, the BBC and other media outlets keep putting these things out there, but the country aren't falling for it. No, because I think um, they've learnt their lesson from Brexit. I think this is, again, I think this is all bubbled over from Brexit. If you keep telling the working class, and you've been doing it for over three years now, that you're uneducated and you're racist and you're far right, eventually it's going to bubble over. And I think the breaking point for, you know, the 
average Joe who just wants to get on with their day is damaging our cenotaph, disrespecting our veterans, because we all come together with respect for our veterans and then and then doing what they did to Winston Churchill. You don't, you know, I watched this pro, um, this program about you don't F so, with cats. You don't F with our monuments and our history. So, 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 so let, on, on, on that, let's get back to the actual subject in hand. Well, can I just, is, can I just add one thing? Because you think about Winston Churchill. Yes. Yeah, so can I just quickly add one thing? Because I'm really, I think it's really important. Sky News interviewed a lady, and she was ironically on a, bo- a Boris bike, and she said, "I'm out here because I'm fed up with um, our, um, our 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 black men being killed in the streets by the police here in London." I just want to say that three people this year and last year were killed by the police, shot dead um, in London. All three of them were knife men. One was on Westminster uh, in Westminster. One was on London Bridge, and one was in um, Stratham. They're the only three people this year and last year that were killed by the police because they were going around knifing people. This whole thing about the police are going around shooting dead um, people in London is just not true. Three people. That's it. So I just want to put that out there because the Sky News and everything else do all these interviews and pump it out as if we live in live in this area where, you know, the Gestapo come in and shoot everyone dead. It's just not the case. And so that's the actual statistics. I just want to add that in whilst we're talking about it. So Winston Churchill. No, no, not necessarily. You're just you talking about Winston Churchill. And I'm very conscious that it's judging historical figures on uh uh, today's standards, and we haven't actually spoken about that at all, really. No. Um, uh, 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 so, okay. Winston so, Churchill, um, our statue was graffitied. He's on the hit list. He should be removed, apparently, according to Black Lives Matters. Apparently, he's a racist. They've now boarded him up and put well, him in a coffin, and there's talks of putting him in a museum. No, well, um, uh, you have to be, this is what I mean. You have to be very careful. Um, see, and this is where some of the language that is used has to be chosen carefully there isn't talk of him being put in a museum his granddaughter has said if um uh, uh if this um uh continues then we might have to think about putting him in. now his granddaughter isn't in any kind of position of responsibility to decide this or not so there isn't talk of him being put in a museum because people will think that there's groups of people sitting in rooms talking about being in a museum but there isn't his granddaughter has said it and i think that's really important that's why i think that's important not to stoke things without there's enough to talk about without... He was a racist. Churchill was a racist. He was a rabid racist. But then let's get this straight. Probably when he was at his most racist, a lot more people were racist than what they are today. There was a lot more racial tolerance than what there were. Christ, there were still sections of the community that believed that the races were different... Um, uh, uh, the right terms because you really have to tiptoe around this subject um uh they thought that we we're even we're even different breeds of the same animal as it were mm. um uh, uh you know um uh, we are talking of a completely different world um <clears throat> a completely different world where racial intolerance hadn't been um uh, hadn't e- wasn't even on the agenda um, wasn't even on the agenda so of course you can look back now, the fact that we all know that Churchill was racist is exactly what he, what you should know. 
because it hasn't been erased from history. It would be very easy for a country um, uh, who, that's got a leader that's done so many great things to erase all that other stuff from history. It could have been erased from history, um, uh, but it hasn't been because it's important to know that. Um, one of the reasons I believe that we have so much racial tolerance in our society these days is because it's possible for us to look back on the intolerant times and see them as so bad. And if we erase the intolerant times and the intolerant people from our history, nobody will see that that's not the way to be. Um, uh, so you should be looking at Churchill and thinking, oh, he was a great person for X, Y and Z, but his views here were pretty outdated. I wouldn't want to be like that. If you don't, if you erase the conversation, you risk people actually going the other way and becoming more racist than what they are now. Um, our intolerance as a society comes from the fact that we were so intolerant before, <coughs> which is why. And I, it's almost as though countries go through a a growing curve, as it were, through this. Um, you know, as a country gets richer and more powerful, it tends to have more people, you can, more racial injustices, because there's always groups that could be considered to be, not slaves is the wrong word. Um, uh, if you look at, look at some of the Middle Eastern countries at the moment, okay, they're extremely rich countries at the moment and have become rich over the past few decades, mainly through oil. Um, they're the, amongst the richest countries in the world. They're countries where slavery and racial intolerance is endemic. Now, you'd like to think in a few decades to come, those countries will have learned from that. Their society will learn from that. Their society will start changing and they'll look back at the things from now and think, oh, that was bad. Um, because that's what, the, the, that, that's what happens. But the world is not, doesn't move at the same pace. What goes on here, you know, we're quite an advanced culture. Most other other countries aren't. Mm. Um, it's really, really difficult subjects, but you're crazy. And there's been some really, really. Um, there's been other. There's been other societies that have tried to erase history, which we we talk about the Nazis. Um, uh, uh, okay, and look how that went. Okay. And I can't believe that. I can't believe there are some people that are thinking that we should be doing that again even with all the warnings of what happened when we've done, tried to do that before. Yeah. And the fact that people know, like you say, the fact that people know, the fact that people have kind of got this list of people means that we are carrying on the education. We're not just saying all, all the positives of people and then, and then that's it. People are aware of this stuff. We don't, we don't say, oh, look at this person and treat them like a saint, but... You know, we're not going to talk about any negatives. We're just not that type of country. You know, we are warts and all. Um, I don't think anyone um, who is aware of Guy's Hospital and the founder um, would be unaware that his money was made through um, selling slaves uh, to the Spanish colonies. I don't think people wouldn't be aware of that because it's part of your education, part of your, your history. But, you know, that statue is now going to be removed. Do we remove Guy's Hospital? That was, that was built from 
from that money? But why is the statue being removed? Because, so just remember, as abhorrent as you may think slavery is, it wasn't abhorrent then. Exactly. It wasn't considered. It wasn't considered to be that then. Now that doesn't mean that those people were not equally as bad for not having that. You, you know, it wasn't as bad. It wasn't considered to not be the done thing. Um, uh, it was a normal part of society in in in, mu in much the same way. And we're not. We're only a couple of generations away from this. My nana works. My grandma works in domestic service. She was. A servant. Um, uh, uh, she wasn't a servant to a black family or anything like that. She was a white lady working for a white family, living in their big um, uh, stately home as a servant, which is exactly one of the things that we're saying. Now, now the, the, the world of a servant, probably when she was doing it in the 40s and 50s, was a world away from being a slave, but not that far away not that far away you were indebted usually to indentured usually to the to, to, to the family that owned you um it was very difficult to break that um uh, uh you more, almost definitely took over that trade from your um uh, from one of your other relations now it's not the same at all but it's not a million miles different and we're only a few generations away from that now um I suppose the main difference is that people people got paid, um, and, and you had. But now, having servants to do X, Y, and Z wouldn't be considered to be the dumb thing, um, uh, whereas everybody had it before. You know, we're only a hundred years a hundred years um, uh, away from throwing children up chimneys. Now, that was just the considered dumb thing. That doesn't mean everybody that was around in Victorian times was a, was a child abuser. It just means that at the time, you threw little kids up chimneys to clean them. That's what you did. Um, uh, 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 and you could look at a thousand and one things from the Victorian times and say, oh, well, we don't do that now. That must make you really, really bad then. Um, uh, it's just, I think, and again, I'm not too sure how many people actually agree with all of this erasing of the history or, or or whether it's just just this tiny tiny minority group of weird crank people that are at the head of groups like black lives matter um uh, uh that have got these weird political um uh, uh desires um uh, and you know because it doesn't seem to have none of this statue removing seems to have much support anywhere but the count but yeah well I agree. It's a t it's a tiny group of people, but now every single Labour council across the country has agreed to look into their statues and their street names, and including Ipswich, um, to see yeah. if there's any racial connotations um, towards them, and then look at changing them. So, 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 I, so, so I'm in a I'm in a WhatsApp group for all the Conservative council group leaders. Okay, and we, th this was a subject from yesterday the day before. Now, what I was saying was that, yeah, they've all said that. And you're right, our council leader, David Ellesmere, that was on the radio saying that they were looking at, we don't have any statues that could oh, that could really come from. Um, uh, uh, but but um, uh, he spoke about renaming street names. Now, I'll be honest with you, I don't think he's got any intention at all 
a renaming, one street name in Ipswich because he knows how unpopular it will be. Um, uh, but he's got every intention of claiming the uh, uh, claiming to sit atop Virtue Mountain and look at me, I'm going to look at street names because that's what's popular at the moment. I don't think many of these, I actually said it'd be interesting to see how many of these Labour councils actually do anything to change it because um, uh, they haven't done anything up to now. If that statue that was in their park was really that abhorrent, then why haven't they got rid of it since they've been running the council for the last however many years? Mm. Um, uh, so I think it's a lot, and this goes round to what I was saying last week, why, why lots of people thought I was a racist scumbag last week because I had the um, temerity to dare to say that it was just a gesture lighting up the town hall. Now, and that's what a lot of people, they're rushing to make these gestures now. We're going to rename streets. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. They're not. They're going to talk about it a little bit. They're going to hope that it dies down. They're going to hope they never have to do it because if they have to rename any streets, they won't be in charge of any councils because nobody will vote for them. It's as simple as that. People are very, people are very protective. So in this country, very protective about their past and their history, and they're very proud of it. Um, uh, and I can tell you now, um, uh, I don't see any town unless you unless you get some of the loony late, um, uh, London councils. I don't see any town renaming streets because it is such a vote loser. I agree. I agree. But, you know, language changes as well. Language develops. Certain terminology that you used to be able to use back in the day um, is now deemed unacceptable. So, you know, talking about music and things like that, um, there are certain songs that are either edited out or you just don't play anymore. Um, they're going to remove, I can't remember, it's a Christmas song, um, but it's got um, a line on it that now you would you would treat as a, um, as a uh, homophobic slur. Um, and so there's, you know, there's talks of removing that now. At the time, it wasn't. Um, so, you know, how how far do you go with that? And language changes. Um, I personally try to avoid any. I, I sell products which have different um, skin tones. Um, so because I want children to be able to have, you know, a picture of a of a little boy that's a superhero, but with their skin tone. So it's it's more inclusive. However, all I say on my products is different skin tones are available. So let me know what you want, because I don't want to actually put a label because I never know what the right terminology is. So I think instead of being accused of being racist or whatever, because I've used the wrong terminology, even though I'm trying to be inclusive, I just say different skin tones are available. But do you not think this is do you not think that that little what you just said there is part of the very problem and actually makes the problem 20 times worse than what it actually is. Um, that whole little spit of what you said there, um, uh, it just it almost highlights that you're creating a problem around one which where there isn't one. But um, language uh, changes so quickly. No, so no, no, I no, genuinely no, no, don't know if I am allowed to say person of colour or... No, 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 no I'm, I'm not. You're, 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 missing, you're missing my point there. I'm not talking about what language you used. I'm talking about the fact you sell things with different skin tones so people feel more inclusive. Um, uh, you know, um, now, if you're selling a picture of a... Now, I, I'll just generalise here a little bit because I don't know specifically what you're talking about. And if you're selling, let's say, a T-shirt with a picture of a specific superhero on it, OK? Um, now, that superhero that's been depicted in whatever, or has been depicted in film or has been depicted in cartoon or TV or whatever, that... That the, the depiction of that superhero should be the depiction of what they are in that cartoon or TV or whatever. So if they are pink with green bits on, they should be pink with green bits on. They shouldn't be made 
white because you're white or black because you're black or whatever. And do you not think that this rush to go down the inclusivity um, uh, uh, road actually is almost creating issue and division where there actually doesn't be, uh, you know, and that, that's what that's part of my issue is that we rushing to be inclusive where actually, you know, do you really think that there's anybody is that bothered about it? And we're almost creating things to allow people to be bothered about because now what we, 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 what we can say is, Oh, well this, this manufacturer does this. They sell them with them. What other color face on you want? So, well, brilliant. But Superman from this film was this color. Captain America from this film was this color. Um, uh, he wasn't that color. He didn't have that kind of hair. This is what he was, um, uh, like it or not. And, uh, you know, and this is part of my thing is that to me, that just sounds because, you know, I know most people don't get it because so many people think I'm such a racist um, that I just don't see the colour. I don't see the colour. When I'm watching cricket, I don't think, oh, look, there's that black England cricketer. I just, oh, there's that guy that plays for England. I just don't see the colour. So I don't see why we have a rush to change the colour of things to make people feel more inclusive. Well, no, there's not a rush for it. The reason I've decided to do it is because I have young children who have friends who are from, you know, all ethnicities and um and when when my son walk you know goes to school with a personalized water bottle and it's got a superhero on it and it looks a little bit like george and it's got glasses on because it makes it helps george feel more comfortable about the fact that he wears glasses now half his class wear glasses but that's that's uh, you know part of part and partial of it um you know I, i've been asked well would you do one that looks a little bit like my son and a different and that's how it sort of it went there and people the general feedback is there isn't a great deal out there for children we can't you know as much as we want to be inclusive um you know i think that's part of it i do not understand where you're coming from with someone selling a product that's got different skin tones so that you can tell a child that if you're a little black kid you can be whatever superhero you want and you're not segregated to look you've got one person that's cyborg that isn't that cool he you that's all you've got and i can't think of no because i suppose we're coming from slightly different angles there what what, what i'm talking about i didn't know you're making them personalized to the person yeah that's what i'm saying so what i'm yeah so what i'm getting at is that in, mu in much the same as you've got a picture of Margaret Thatcher behind you there, let's say that was Frida from wherever that you've sold something to, all right? Um, uh, but, fr but, but, but Frida's next door neighbour wants one as well. Yeah, I um, wouldn't uh, change right. Margaret Thatcher but, so she's but, a black but, lady, but, but, no. But, 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 but Frida had got whatever. She was, Frida was a shocking ginger with very pale skin and a black beard. Um, uh, I wouldn't expect you to change that picture to have a black beard and a shocking skin. No, why would you? I mean, that, that's, that's what I'm getting. No, that's what I'm getting at with saying. that. Personalized items. I do think there should be more representation when it comes to fictional characters. And I, I think we're coming at it from different angles. What I was going to lead on to with this whole top all the racist statues and everything is there should be a campaign to increase visibility. So what I'm doing in my in my 
my business is increasing uh, visibility, giving people the option that actually there is um, different, you know, things out there, different skin tones. What this campaign should be, instead of getting rid of the ones that you don't like, let's increase the things that don't exist. Well, um, again, John Stewart, again, again, let me finish. Yeah, but you're, you're, okay, but you're trying to artificially do so. This I'm is the not, problem. So let me finish a minute. So John Stewart was the first BAME MP. He's Conservative MP, first BAME MP. From my research, I don't think he's got a statue. He should have a statue. There was a question on... on no, it's a, right, okay. Was he a particularly good MP? Probably not, because nobody's heard of him, right? But... If you gave him a statue, you'd be giving him a statue for the sole thing of his colour of his skin. Not for his achievements, because of the colour of his skin, because he wouldn't have got it if he was white. But is and he, this is do the, you not think it's important in, in no, history, especially black no, history, that someone has no, been don't. able to... Well, then why have, we got, no. why have we got Nancy Astor then? She was very controversial. She was very opinionated. I you know, why have we I, got her, the first female look, to sit in the House of Parliament? We've got it because she's I, the first female. Yeah, I, and, I, and, I, and I wouldn't have that either. And I wouldn't have that either. And because, again, to me, that highlight, well, it highlights the wrong types of, that highlights the wrong types of things. Stat statues are such an easy thing to discuss, I think, because we've got one in Ipswich coming up. So we've got a footballer in Ipswich uh, Kevin B, he died last year. There's going to be a statue of him outside the football ground. Okay, it's the third statue that will be outside the football ground. Okay, now, took quite a bit of money to get that, so it had to be popular because it was paid for by public opinion. If public opinion didn't want that statue, there wouldn't be a statue of him. All right? Um, if public opinion wanted that statue to be of a different person, public opinion would have made that statue of a different person. Now, let's say there was already one there that was put up 20 or 30 years ago. Um, uh, if that had come to light that that person had done something wrong, you know, they were one of these people that have been done for historic child sex offences, let's say, because there's probably statues around the country like that. People have had statues put up and since then we've found out some other things about their past. Um, public opinion will decide whether that statue wants to come down because people will write into the council and whatever. And that's exactly what should happen. Um, now, if there aren't, I mean, I don't know the numbers of, but the mere fact, somebody should have a statue if they deserve a statue and the people in their area believe they should deserve a statue. I don't think it should be to, down to anybody else ever said oh there should be a statue of him there should be a statue of him because if enough people in an area get together and want something they can make they can make that happen whether that's to bring something in or to knock something out um i like your i like your thought that you say that rather than getting rid of things you want to bring things in so rather than getting rid of the statues you don't like Let's have some more statues of people. Because basically, you know, what we're, we're looking at, I mean, someone asked, should we have a, a statue of Diane Abbott? Um, she's the first um, black female um, MP. And I said, yeah, we probably should. When she retires, we probably should have. She's served a significant amount of time. Um, she was, you know... She's Sorry, but she's dead. Probably when she's dead, I reckon. Well, I, I don't mean that nasty, nice, but, but I didn't mean that nasty at all. Yeah. But most people don't get yeah. into the dead. I wouldn't be opposed to that. So that's what I'm saying. Like for for black heritage and culture and history, 
um, there'd be no reason. I don't think people would be opposed of adding the first BAME MP, the, the you know, the first black female uh, MP, you know, um, Diane Abbott. I think that's what I'm saying. Add to it. If you don't think that there's enough representation and you think that, you know, add to it, it's, it's you know, it's another statue. Interestingly, though, when you say about, you know, p- paedophiles and, and all, all that, is Eric Gill... He's he's an artist. His statue's outside the BBC. Um, he's well known for being a a, a child a child abuser, um, and uh, and he included the abuse in his art. That statue's still up. That is something that I would actually agree to to be removed. Because and, and can you say, and, and, and can you say that uh, I'm not even too sure if he's even on that list. He's not. Um, on the list. Um, he's not. And, 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 and this is and, and can I just say and this is what should tell everybody. That Black Lives Matter is a purely ultra left wing political movement group. That the statue of a paedophile that was a paedophile at the time when he went when um, uh, when he created the sculpture, um, uh, and and the paedophilia was illegal then as well. So that was abhorrent in his time, much as it is now. And even dogs not weren't on, safe with him as well because he was into bestiality. He's he, he, not is not on the list of things to remove. Probably because it's outside a, 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 a left-wing organisation promoting left-wing media, mm-hmm. um, uh, but that should show you how crazy this all is. The fact that that one's fine, um, because because somebody said to me the other day, so, so, somebody said, oh, well, "What was the difference with Jimmy Savile then?" Um, because we were talking about this, and you know, at the time, and I was like, "Well, because at the time when he committed those crimes, they were illegal then." They were illegal when he committed the crimes. They were abhorrent to society when he committed the crimes. So that's why it's different. Yeah, we're um, not judging you know, him by today's this, standards. We're judging him of those standards look, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, because, and, and this is where I think the dangerous ground is very easy to talk about people from 100, 200 years ago and put our today's thoughts on them. But the big... The, the, the reason that this stupid conversation will always come to an end is that as soon as people mention the Romans, because undoubtedly Western civilization knows that it wouldn't be anywhere without the Romans. In fact, we have um, a bit of a laugh. What have the Romans ever done for us? Um, uh, you know, we all know that the Romans did massive amounts to bring civilization across huge areas of the world. And when I mean civilization, I literally mean civilization, you know, running water, sewerage, um, uh, cleanliness, food production, this kind of thing, um, uh, uh, road building, um, uh, any one of a number of things. OK, and order. but they did it with slaves. They had slaves everywhere. Pretty much every monument they've ever built was built by slaves. Um they're Their not entertainment was the, the slaughter of slaves. They're not necessarily looked back in historical times as that's the biggest thing about them. In fact, if you ask anybody, list me the top 10 things that the Romans did, I doubt that many people would put own slaves in that top 10. Um, whereas they probably had more slaves under their own than nearly anybody else in any other country um, uh, and before or since. The Greeks were the same. Um, uh, the Egyptians were the same. Um, uh, uh, and we will have nothing left. And, you, you know, uh, and that's why you have to put a sensible argument onto it, because as soon as somebody says, let's remove that statue, then then 
The next step is, okay, then then let's knock down the Colosseum and let's knock down the um, uh, the pyramids. Even though some strange people think the pyramids were built by aliens, but um, uh, perhaps that's another Tory talks. I've read but, up yeah, on that and actually it's a little bit scary. <laughs> Just, just it's not on a, on a separate note. Um, yeah, exactly. Where do you go? Do you, you do you start tearing down hospitals? Do you start tearing down, you know, Buckingham Palace? I mean, where is the line? Um, do we then go to a to a, you know a civilization or you know a country where we've got to resort to things like this? Uh, it's a dangerous one. Um, I absolutely don't think that people of the past should be judged by today's standards and um, and things move so quickly. I don't think people of 20 years ago, 10 years ago should be judged by today necessarily either because language changes and develops, attitude changes and develops, so long as we're not... Well, they, 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 they shouldn't be because, look, I am... And I'm sorry, but the first generation that's probably going to um, uh, actually fall foul of this themselves is the very generation that are the woke generation, and that's millennials, because their um, uh, teenage years are going to be um, uh, uh, recorded for posterity in videos and social media everywhere. You know, there are things that me and my mates would have said and done when I was growing up um, uh, in the 80s and 90s that we wouldn't dream of doing now. There are words I would have used that I wouldn't dream of using now. Um, uh, there are things I'd have said that I wouldn't dream of saying now. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, uh, I would not want to be judged now on what I said when I was 16 because it's wrong. Times have changed. Times have moved on. And I should say this to anybody that comes with this argument. Do you want to be judged on the kind of person you were when you were a teenager? Now, unfortunately, for people of your age and slightly younger, they are going to be judged like that a bit more because their teenage years are going to be recorded for um, uh, for all time, um, videos, social media, that kind of thing. And it is going to be much easier. You know, we've got this sudden rush now of all these people seem to be um, uh, uh, seem to be going through all their archives to check that they've never um, gone in fancy dress anywhere, dressed in a Nazi uniform or or with blackface or whatever. So, Sam, I think um, uh, we've both got through that relatively unscathed. Um, uh, but I think, again, that highlight, the fact that we're worried about not saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, um, uh, kind of like highlights one of the issues of where we are now. We yeah, should be allowed to say what I, we like. I thought we did quite well last week and I got quite a lot of backlash uh, from it personally. Um, and I thought we, we are sensitive uh, around certain subjects but we do get our point across but unfortunately some people just don't like to hear um, a different opinion um, but yeah I've, I, I'm not sure how this one will go down but it's not going to stop us from having this opinion and getting an alternative message out um, we'll be back not. we'll be back so, hopefully next week what are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm, 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 well I'm using this as a mirror at the moment I'm just seeing I've got a bit of an unruly bit coming out here but I, I, I was I was looking at the fringe and I think, I, I think I'm going to stick with the fringe you know well, we'll see how that is next week. Um, I will. That's an opinion I will keep to myself <laughs> for once. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be back next week. Lord knows what the world is going to look like next week. Um, but interesting times ahead. Well, I tell you one 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 thing for sure: there'll be something for us to talk about. <laughs>